Welcome to the Prop Source podcast. On this podcast, you won't find me telling you everything there is to know about property. You'll just follow our property journey. We're sourcers and we're building our own portfolio, having gone through the recession and thought, you know what? We need to diversify when we get out of this and we need to invest in property for our future. And hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Prop Source podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Phil. And we're in the kitchen in Lower Blakemere. It's a um, foggy, rainy day, Phil. It's miserable, really, isn't it? But, but uh, on, the, on a brighter note, we're here to talk about a property that uh, you've sourced and really to find out how and why we've got to where we have. So my first question is Pembroke Dock doesn't exactly strike me as a, as a sort of obvious place to source an investment property. So what led you to Pembroke Dock? Well, of course, it's by the seaside, so that's a That plus. always helps, yeah. of course. Um, well, basically, we source mostly in um, Mid Wales and uh, Prop Source Head Office uh, source mostly in South Wales. Um, but Pembroke Dock is basically in between the two. And we were looking at uh, the opportunity for group deals. And uh, a group deal is basically when you find um, a, an existing group of properties, usually flats, um, on the same title, and you can split them. And by splitting the title, often you can um, add value at that point. But also it means that for first-time investors, they can often get a deal that is a lower price than their first house. A sort of bite-sized property. Yeah, exactly. And um, so we found this block. Um, it had been on the market for years and years. I think it had failed at auction, but basically it was one of those ones that have been on the agent's books so long, they've kind of forgotten about so it. So what, what you're really saying is that my, my first question as to why Pembroke Dock has actually given you the in because everybody else perhaps thought why Pembroke Dock, which has given you the ability to buy at a discounted price because you're the only one in the market. Yeah, I mean, right next to Pembroke Dock are some high-value places, Tenby, Saundersfoot, um, but Pembroke Dock itself has had a really hard time. So there are a lot of rental properties and uh, this particular property appealed because it's right by the train station and it's in a street that is really nice so you can tell that the other houses are well looked after you know the neighbor had her pot plants out and um, you know all her geraniums in the summer and the street looks it doesn't look rich it looks like you could rent that well you can rent there but it looked absolutely safe Although, actually, we did have a window kicked in, but generally safe. <laughs> but having said that, the key, the key from what you're saying is to find a property with potential which is discounted enough to make it very good value for money. So tell me what Apsley Terrace is. What, what is the property that, that you've sourced there? Basically, it was a chap who had run out of money. He had... Uh, converted 
um, an old shed into a house many years ago with planning, although the neighbour told us that he hadn't had planning. (laughs) (laughs) And he converted his house into four flats, basically. And two of them had been lived in recently. Um, One of them, um, a chap had died in one and um, the other one was in a real state. Um, But it was a reasonably big property with high ceilings um, and a little courtyard area, four flats and a house at the same time. So on purchase, we set up a company to be able to hold the freehold of the flats and split the title so that we can offer these bite-sized chunks, as you call them, to investors. So So I'm going to give you the example of one of the flats. We won't mention names. Um, but the sale was agreed at £27,000. So this, this investor bought the property for £27,000. The other good thing about doing a group deal is you don't have to pay so much for the searches because the freeholder has already done those, so they're passed on to you. So with his costs of £600 for the legal instead of around 1000 um, and uh, the sourcing fees, um, he, he got a good deal. The refurbishment cost was reasonably low as well, at 15500 um, and there was quite a lot of refurbishment to be done. But essentially, the structure of the building was sound and good, so that the refurbishment was really to deal with some very tired interiors rather than major structural work in this case? We needed to um, put double glazing in and we needed there we could see that there was some a few roof leaks. We'd had the, the other thing about a group deal is the freeholder norm well we have a structural survey done so that we knew it was a sound property. Um, so yeah it was But basically for for a very modest sum what I'm getting at is with having uh, four or five properties under one roof, repairs to the roof come divided oh, by yeah. four or five. So exactly. that from a reefer point of view, your bite-sized property is coming with a quarter or a fifth of the refurb on the structure of the building. Whereas if you bought a house, there's one one house with one roof. And if it's in, in a poor state, your refurb could be quite a lot more. Definitely. I mean, people get put off buying flats um, and group deals because they're worried about things like the leasehold. So, you know, you do not want to buy a leasehold of 80 years uh, when you can't get a mortgage on it. So um, as long as you're very careful and check out the leasehold. So in our case, obviously, we've got a company to hold a freehold. So we do a best practice lease, which is 999 years and a reasonable service charge, which is has to be spread between um, the the, the uh, flats and low ground rents. But as you said, so if the roof needs doing in, or something needs doing to the roof in five years, there's a sinking fund within the service charge that should help uh, incorporate that. But also it means you haven't got to pay insurance because the service charging incorporates the insurance. And so the, so mani- it swings around the management company also has to justify the service charge so that the Oh yeah, you can't make money on it, it so, has to be. Uh, yeah, there are rules with that. So um, having refurbished these properties, how did, how did valuations go? So um, the estimated future value, 
was 59,000 and a rental value of um, 350 pounds per calendar month. So as you can probably um, think, uh, they're not, you know, the, it's a reasonably low rent, but it would have delivered 8.6%. I was going to say, it's for a fairly modest expenditure. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me just find you... Um, and that was for a flat? That was for a flat. The, the, the flat I'm talking about actually had... Um, each flat had its own entrance, and this one was on the front of the building. So, strictly speaking, you might describe them as a maisonette. Uh, I think a maisonette has stairs. All right. Um, but Very I don't technical. actually know about that. <laughs> um, so let me just find you... But really, the... from this point of view, there's no communal area with flats having their own entrances. You don't have the issue of a communal area within the, within the, the block. Their, um, <clears throat> the upstairs flats um, do have a small communal area and there's also um, uh, a communal area outside. Right. So you've got a little courtyard. <clears throat> and obviously they're covered off by the management company under the service charge. Yeah. So um, the estimated future value was 59000 and the we had three agents in and they valued um, the, the flat uh, between sixty and 70000 with an expectation of getting around 65000 um, But I've just, uh, I, I wanted to share the costs of actually doing that with you um so with the uh refurbishment fees and the pm costs from us um this client basically was all in for forty eight thousand five hundred and fifty pounds and it was sold basically as a as a, a, a rental property but um, had he flipped at 65, he would have been well up in the 20%, yeah, up above 20%. Um, the estimated uh, monthly rental at £350 per calendar month would bring you £4,200 per year. So that would be a rental yield of, uh, very nice, 8.6%. Very nicely done. Yeah, home's under the hammer moment there. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, uh, yesterday I had an email from uh, this uh, client and he's put this. Heather, I just want to say thanks for the flat again. I managed to get £450 per calendar month uh, rental for the flat today, having had viewings on Friday and Monday. So this is straight after he has um, put his agent um, to, on the case. He's had two viewings and he's got £450, which is £100 extra. Which and is... that brings his uh, return rental at over 11%. Which is about as good as it gets. Now, the, the, my last question is is just briefly... The time frame for the client from the point that he bought the property to the point he was able to rent it yesterday at 11% yield was in in rough terms. Okay, so um, this property uh, completed in July, and uh, the the refurbishment was of the four flats and the cottage at the same time, and that was completed on schedule early um, early November. And then, um, obviously, the uh, we got the agents in 
and it's now been rented. So, so in terms of <clears throat> the client's investment, he's had his money in the property for a little over six months. Yeah. And he's getting 11% rental or potentially a 20% uplift more in, than 20% in yeah. value yeah. in a little over six months. Yeah. So compared to any other investment, you know, for, for, for having his money locked up in that way, that's pretty good going. And he now has the option of mortgaging the property where potentially he could get pretty much all his investment out. Depends. Depending on the valuation. Yeah, but he's got a large percentage of it. Yeah. Out. I mean, I don't trust... Um, how things are at the moment with mortgage brokers in terms of getting all your money out. And I don't think most people expect that. But certainly, um, I would imagine that uh, he would get most of his money back and that then the return on capital employed would be enormous. That would be jolly nice indeed. And of course... But he wants another one now, so we'll I see I was just going goes. to say, the ability to retrieve most of your investment and to go and find another one yeah. is obviously the way forward. So uh, I think congratulations are due in this one and uh, we look forward to stories about the next one. Yeah, I mean, um, there's no guarantee when you, when you go on your property journey, um, but mostly as long as you're careful and do your due diligence, which obviously these clients did, we do it, we do our due diligence, we check everything out, but it's not our money at risk. So whether we like it or whether we don't, um, you know, the responsibility is with the person that's purchasing the property. So um, he did his due diligence, um, he checked it out just as I did and felt there was a really good opportunity here. Location's good, the property really desperately needed refurbishment, and it was done on time, on budget, and he's reaped the rewards. So and in, well done. In fairness, the numbers of properties that you get to see and the numbers of properties that we've bought for clients and duly refurbed, your experience is is leading you to the properties that you ought to buy and those that you ought not to buy. Well, people say, don't they, oh, w- what is this sourcing thing? It's no different to an estate agent. How can you get a better deal? Um to me, it's perfectly simple. So I am a simple business person. And basically, I'm a wholesaler. So if you buy quite a lot of property and you become um, uh, reliable with agents or, or director vendors, then they're likely to give you um, the deal before anyone else. We're also really used to negotiating and waiting. You know, that property will have taken us six months between offer and acceptance for sure i've got properties now i think we've got five offers in which would bring us a total of over 22 properties and most of those have been work we've been working on them for over 12 months um so that's why that's why we do it because we're always available to take the deal so the agent waits and encourages that along and it takes ages, but hopefully then clients benefit from that patience and they don't know about that patience because the first I was going to say, time... from their point of view, their their journey with that property starts at completion or thereabouts yeah. and, and ends at sale or rental. So um, from that point of view, they don't see the 12 months of persuading the price to be right in the first place. Yeah, and uh, just for reference, the project managers on this property were San and Rach. 
so they had most trips to the seaside. (laughs) (laughs) I did go with them once and we had the most fantastic lunch at Amros, which is just up the road. It's the most gorgeous place. So, uh, you know, I I liked Pembroke Dock, but there's some beautiful seaside places around there. And, uh, yeah. So, in conclusion, what this really tells us is that the best deals or some of the best deals are to be had in not necessarily the most obvious locations and locations that are coming up and in this case by virtue of the fact it is by the seaside it's close to the very nice resorts up and down the Welsh coast in this case don't detract from the potential but it's been missed out to this stage and there we are we're able to source a decent property at the right price. Yep, and uh, all the other um, values in that um, block and the cottage were well above estimation, so uh, good all round. Brilliant. And if you'd like to see more about that property, if you go to our blog, uh, www.propsourceuk.com, check out the blog, um, you'll see the pictures of the before and after at Appley Terrace. And uh, at the same time, if you'd like to sign up to our newsletter, go to www.propsourceuk.com and uh, you sign up for our newsletter and then Leanne will be in touch. Uh, There's no high pressure selling. Um, If you are interested in um, having us help you source a property, you just uh, sign up and uh, Leanne will be in touch and uh, we can go from there. Bye for now. Bye from me.